So how's your night going? Um, four beers. <laughs> that good. <laughs> That's all right. Well, you could have a five-year-old who hasn't slept through the night in two weeks. I was, I was gets like in your so bed every tonight. time she wakes up. She's still sleeping, right? At the moment, yes. For how long remains to be seen. You know, she'll sleep eventually. <laughs> I mean, she has to, right? It's just getting her to stay in her bed, that's all. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's great. It's good. It's great. It's Did great. you give her a uh, sleeping... How'd the sleeping pill work? Falling asleep's fine. She's going to wake up in two hours or less. I mean, she's, she's fast asleep right now. Yeah, I have I... no doubt that within two hours she'll be awake and coming downstairs and trying to get in her bed. Yeah, well, I'd be like, no. But it's easy for me to say. I used to say it to you when you would... Eh, we don't have to get personal. But I'd scream and be like, no. <laughs> I was poor little brother Mikey wanted to, to sleep in your bed when I was a kid and you wouldn't let me. Which I can understand now. <laughs> I win. That was mean. Anyways, intro. Welcome to the Exploding Barrel Podcast for October 10th, 9th, October 9th, 2020, excuse me. Uh, it's been a while since I flubbed the date. Here we are. Yes. At least this is Mike. Here, right? You haven't yeah. done that in a while. This is Mike Minotti, joined by my brother, Edge Guy. How's it Hello. going? Hey. Oh, great. Lots of games I've actually been playing. Yeah. Plenty of things to talk about. Um, I kind of want to talk about Genshin Impact first, because okay. I, I think I'm not jiving with it. Yeah, kinda, you, I, you're, you're not into it. I'm not, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'll be honest. I just don't get well, it. It's, you, very, you it's, very, it's very pretty. And it's impressive that it's free to play. But I don't I don't think it's that fun. And I think, like, so much of the auxiliary stuff is annoying. Like, you know, I, I, I like my weep stuff. But this is, like, one of those weep things where it's, like, every character is, like, a 15-year-old, like, like, child talking to you in an annoying voice. And I'm just, I can't do it. Sound like I I blew past that part pretty quickly. I guess I'm just like doing world quests it's gone and dungeons way too long now for me, man. I don't know. I, I don't feel like it took that long either. I, I don't so, know. It's been a few hours, and that's long enough. And I'm just like, all really? right. I don't think it took me that. I don't know. But aside from but that, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm slow. But aside from that, like the combat's not all that. You know, you have four characters, and each character has like two cooldowns. Yeah, but see, like like even like maybe I got lucky too with some of my pulls because they give you enough free stuff in the beginning that you could do a bunch of pulls and apparently I got one of like the S tier characters um, an archer so like That's my fine. rotation right now is to like I have rotation. my one character who can put a shield on and then I switch over to my other character who makes like fire pools on the enemies then I switch to the archer and do like a bunch of burst damage and then I switch to my sword guy and finish off anyone finishing off and I don't know. It, it, I don't know. Maybe, I, probably, maybe I am just like still early in it, but I'm just I'm, I've grown so impatient with it. Um, it's a small thing, but also like I'm playing keyboard and mouse, and the y-axis like sensitivity for the camera for whatever reason is like a fifth of what it is on the x-axis, and that drives me insane. See, I that's the thing too. I've, I guess I've played a lot of this in my phone actually, so maybe oh, that's God. even why I'm like a little like warmer on it. Because for a phone game, it's pretty damn impressive. I'm sure, it's, yeah, for a phone game, it's great. When I play on the and computer, it is just... it is cross progression with with mobile and PC. And I play on the PC a couple times. Um, I was using the controller actually. I mean, the worst things this game has going for it is like 
it, it's a Chinese game, and it has a lot of weird. I'm trying to think what's the right way to put this. I don't know. If you're like, trying to think of what what is the least racist way to put it, is more or less. But like I, like things that just feel like like a like a like a modern 2020 game wouldn't do. Like there's no control remapping at all. So on the controller, it's like it's it's b button to on an xbox controller b is accept and a is is decline which is you know nintendo switchy of them but then like x is pick things up and b is attack which is like i don't want to do that i want to i want x to be attack because x is always attack like in every game x is attack um pretty much you know you can't like you can't remap like what the triggers do and that doesn't feel great even like when you're navigating menus, you have to use the analog stick. The D-pad won't navigate menus. Like, weird That's stuff weird. like that. Yeah. I mean... But, I I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. Just as something I could play every day for a half hour on my phone and just run around the world, beat up some bosses and stuff. Like, I even let my kids play it. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's very kid-friendly. You know, that's all they do. They just run around and I don't climb know. explore I mean, the world. See, I mean, it takes a lot of things from from Breath of the Wild, but it doesn't like it doesn't have that intrigue, right? Like Breath of the Wild got out of your way so quickly, and so much of the fun of that was literally just exploring and puzzle solving and all that stuff. And well, because it, it's not like a physics playground; it it has the climbing not, and gliding of Breath of the Wild, but right, that's kind of like, that stops. Right, it has like the elemental focus of it, and the art style is a little bit like that. Like again, it, it looks very good, but I don't know. I'm just not that into it. You you yeah. you peaked me. Piqued my interest by saying it was like a Tales game. It's not like a Tales game. That's what I didn't know, but that's what I'd heard people no, saying. So that's why I needed not. you to confirm for me. It's not. That's not how a Tales game is. So Okay, then. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but I also don't get it. So, <laughs> there we are. Have you played Hades yet? No, I, I'm, I'm hoping to start this weekend. Like I said, I, I bought it on PC a year ago and just haven't started it since the official release. Oh, that's happened. weird. I didn't play it until like the week a week after its official launch. I'm like 40 hours deep in now. I wish the Switch crossplay was live. I, I Just would... play it on Switch. It works great on Switch. I already own it. Like I can't justify buying it when I already own it. You know what I mean? Well, it's uh, come on, if you say so. I don't know why you bought it. I don't know why you bought Hades and early access way back when. I got when. it for seven dollars. Yeah, you always say these things. I got it for seven. That was seven dollars wasted. Still, don't for you I play it. I'm going to play this weekend. I just haven't had time yet. You'd be happier playing on Switch. But it's, yeah, I think you would, because well, you would actually absolutely be playing it. I mean, I play like a couple I'll start runs it every after night. we record this, Mike. I believe, yeah, right? Okay, great. Well, let's see it. But, <laughs> so man, you beat it, it, or like quote unquote beat it? Yeah. Well, like there's so it, when you clear a run the first time, that's kind of beating it. Then to like really quote unquote beat it, you have to do that ten times, really total. Ten. Wow. Well, it's not. I mean, once you do it one time, right, like, it, it becomes a bit easier. And, and, you know, the story's always progressing, so it's interesting. And you're still, you know, getting stronger and discovering new builds. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't begrudge the game that. I was happy to keep playing it. And even now, there is still kind of, like, epilogue content. So, like, I'm still probably going to actually be playing it more. So, I'm really enjoying it. It's super fun. Like, it, it, it has that Dead Cells, like, kind of, quote-unquote, fun factor with the roguelike stuff, but I think just, like, the a little bit of a stronger emphasis on story just really makes me more invested into all of it. Very cool. Yeah, like, I watched you playing it at your place the other night, and, uh, I, and that, that's what the studio has done, has done so well, going back to Bastion, just kind of, like, putting this, like, narrative layer on what would yeah. otherwise be kind yeah. of a repetitive game. Yeah, they're, they're good at that, Super Giant, and they're good at, like, those the asymmetric action games, although I did not like Transistor that much. I beat Transistor, 
I remember barely anything about it. I remember that was a game where, like, the characters and story just really were a big negative for me. Like, everybody in that game sounds like they are sleepy or an ambient, right? It, like, you know how, like, the narrator in Bastion had that specific way of talking? Right, because it, it was, like, chill. it was just him, so... Right. Kind of like, it was, like, a Sam Elliott kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but every character in Transistor talked like that. I'm like, what is... What is... This, <laughs> this is weird, I don't know. But, like, that is not the case here at all. There's a... You know, everybody has their own thing going on. Some people are upbeat. Some, you know, they all have different personalities. The art is great. It's super fun, super interesting feels really good uh great fast-paced action and i love it it's one of the best games this year cool yes uh hey you want to hear some quick breaking news depends i have to write about this for work (laughs) you might actually this is on business insider apparently um microsoft had an all-hands meeting and phil spencer told employees that they're going to release a browser-based app for game pass to get it on ios uh at some point in 2021 and saying uh, we will absolutely end up on iOS. So that's cool. Uh, so, they're, yeah, so they're, they're doing what the Amazon thing is doing, basically, to circumvent right. some and, of their rules. And I, I don't think I talked about this show because uh, we missed last week, but uh, some guy took he, – he, this guy basically made an app that in the in iOS app store, it's just like a browser, and all it does is it'll just load a home page, like a single page full screen. Oh, so basically, yeah. Yeah, because then if you go to Reddit, you find the instructions. You have to, like, put in the Stadia's the home screen, but then, like, the browser agent, you have to make it think it's Chrome. Then there's, like, a separate thing you do to log into your Google account so it it doesn't get confused by the formatting. And he coded it in such a way so that it passes the controller inputs correctly and it'll make the video full screen, which is the thing I couldn't get figured out with the thing I was using before. And, yeah, I just have Stadia on my iPhone now, like, perfectly. So that's cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I did it. Well, did it, it makes Mike. makes a lot of sense for them. I I know they also had that big GameStop deal today, which I, I didn't really dig into too much. I didn't fully like come to understand, but I know it seems like it's a pretty big boon for GameStop at least, and it's going to keep them right. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a tweet about it, but I didn't get the meat of it. But um, you know, GameStop obviously they they're in an interesting position going into this next gen because there are dedicated SKUs now out of the gate that just don't have a disk drive, right? Which I'm sure they don't love. Yeah. No, I mean, there's still going to be accessories and, and things like that to sell and, you know, $230 hard drive expansions and things like that. But, um, yeah, like, they're they're going to have to... It's so funny because they were, like, all ready to make that big push in these weird, like, game lounge stores. Right. Where you're, like, Bad to hang out, there. And then it's like, wah, Big wah. social spaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sit on the couch together and play some games. Yeah. Especially oh, with, no. I've been to enough gaming conventions to know that those, that's this is the last demographic I want to be hanging out with during a pandemic. Right? <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, uh, four company. I mean, they're still around. They'll, yeah. they'll maybe yeah. be okay. Maybe. They got Reggie on the board. Hey, how we've been playing Star Wars Squadrons. We have. Oh my God, what a it's fun, incredible game. <laughs> it's super fun. I'll tell you what's funny though it's... is that I have not been playing much of the campaign, even when like I can. I'm, I'm like very excited to play multiplayer with you, and I don't know what it is. Like the camp, like I played some of the campaign. Well, it's fun. But... Well, that's the problem. Like, like we, we we both are on our computers at the same time. What are we gonna like not socialize and and be like? Well, I'm gonna play the campaign. I'll talk to you later. Like, no, if we're both free. Well, yeah, we may as well play multiplayer. We'll do the campaign some other time. Um, but it's so funny because when this game was announced, like it, we knew it was gonna be forty bucks. It was like they're trying to set expectation. 
remember Jeff Grubb and his initial reporting on it was saying how like he made it sound like they basically craft this out just to, like get something with Star Wars right. out this well, year. And I mean, there's something to that, I think. And I mean, they even said today like there's going to be no DLC for this game, which so is so for- funny because like. One of the like selling points of the game was like this isn't games as service, you know, it is what it is. We hope you enjoy it. Everyone's like, Oh yeah, great. And then it's like, Oh, everyone actually likes this game. Suddenly everyone wants it to be games as service because people are complaining that sure. there's not gonna be more ships and more maps. It's like, well guys, you gotta pick one. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm okay not doing it if like, you know, in two years we get a Star Wars Squadrons too and there's Right, more, yeah, like you let's know. just go that route. Like and then Although, blow it up in like a full blown thing, maybe like Right. Well, I don't even know because, man, I, f- I feel like we're almost already back in this weird spot where people just want original trilogy, everything again, right? Like, well, and this toes the line very s- well. And it's it's even like part of like like I like how it's like part it's of the plot. It's like a- into sequel trilogy territory, but it's still mostly original trilogy. Right, it's still aesthetic. it's still early enough. But I like I, I like the like little things are like you know they're calling themselves the New Republic, but the Imperials still call them the Rebellion. Yeah, because they don't want to legitimatize Apple their bars there. Right, yeah, it's 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 smart because it appeases Disney's thing where they they pretty clearly want everything to be new trilogy because that's like their thing, and it 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 is, but it isn't, and that's what's kind of drawing the fans of like X Wing and Tie Fighter and X Wing Alliance, like the old classic games. Yeah, I mean, new trilogy is so weird right now, just because I don't know. I feel like. I feel like nobody feels great about the new trilogy anymore, except for maybe you. But like, I feel fine. Like the <laughs> and divided. I, I, and here's the thing: I suspect most people feel perfectly I, fine see, with it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy your silent majority thing. But like, uh, it seems like there's half the people like hated episode eight and thought episode nine was like good or fine, and the other half loved episode eight and like absolutely hate episode nine. I'm like I'm like in this weird thing where I thought both episode eight and nine were fine. Like I have no <laughs> strong feeling. See, I, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll call either of them like you know I won't call either of them great. I'll say that I liked uh, Force Awakens a lot. Force, yeah, Force Awakens was the one. Fantastic. Force Awakens was the one that got my Ghibli's going. But uh, so but I, and, and in that regard of starting really strong and then after that the next two I was like uh, I, I God I don't know why we're talking about Star Wars now like in the movies. But, <laughs> I do feel like a ball was dropped, and I well, feel like and, that hurts. And the, the, the biggest thing, and it kills me that this wasn't the case, is like they didn't like sit down at the beginning, and be like, okay, here's the outline for the that, trilogy. Yeah, isn't that they weird? really did make it up as they went, which is odd. It's very, it's very bizarre. Like you, that's one of the weird things about it as a trilogy is that you get this sense of like, here's part one, and then there's like this weird part two, like pull in a different direction. And then there was like this part three pullback because the director of one was, you know, it was, yeah. it was just, I don't know. But anyway, going weird. back to the game, um, we are both very fortunate in that we've been able to play this game in both VR and with flight sticks. Yeah, man, that is Basically cool. Basically turning it into like a theme park, right? Yeah, the first time, um, the first time you're like are in there in the VR and just being in that cockpit. And it's, it's so cool, especially when you're in the Alliance ships, which have much bigger, um, like, you know, field screen. Of view. Yeah, yeah, field of view. Like, Moon when you see a TIE fighter, like, you're literally tracking it with your head. Like, oh, yeah. there it goes. Like, turning and chasing after it. They're, really the, cool. I think the best VR moment in the game, as stupid as it sounds, is when you first get into the X-Wing and they, like, close the cockpit hatch. It really did create this, like, minor sense of claustrophobia that, like, I didn't feel going into it. Like, oh, I'm, like, locked into this thing. Like, I felt like if I lifted my head, I'd bump it into something. It's very well done. And it's, it's interesting because it's not, it's not made as a VR game. 
but it's probably really the well. best. It's probably the best VR game I've played. I, well, I'll tell you what. I think it's my favorite of like the. They made a ton of Star Wars VR experiences, and I think this is actually the best Star Wars VR experience I've had. So, like, I, I mean, I know they pushed Vader Immortal really hard, and I feel like... <laughs> Vader Immortal is really fun too. But like, it's just it's funny because like this felt like the obvious thing to do, and it's, I mean, it's good sure. they finally well, did it. Aside from lightsabers. Right, and they, you know, they dabbled with it with that PSVR free expansion they did for Battlefront One. That I never. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh man, that um, was Criterion a thing. developed. Remember? Yeah. Oh and, my uh, gosh. Yeah. You know, people have made like little homebrew, like fly around an X wing thing. But what this game does, it's so smart. And what, what, like, like space sims in particular are always better in my head than they are in practice, because you're ultimately just kind of like turning the stick in the direction of a targeting cursor. You never feel like you're actually like flying you just feel like you're like a spinning turret but this game really has a lot of like debris i guess for lack of a better better term so you sure. actually do get the sense that you're moving through an environment even though you're in space yeah no i think that's fair think they also do fair. a really smart thing with their pinging system um where you ping a target and then someone double taps the ping button and that target becomes their target there's another button combo you can do to target whoever's attacking you so we're playing together. I'll like target the guy attacking me, like Mike, get this guy off me, and I'll ping him. And then you can immediately just be like, okay, I've got him in my sight. I'll go get him. And like having just like two people and even on a team really communicating makes a world of yeah. The dog fighting's been fun. But I think we were less sold on the uh, what's that other mode we were playing where like we are attacking. A, oh, a it's, it's got a name, but yeah, we're attacking battles, a fleet. Yeah, battles. and it's just it's five versus five I, still. I feel like you, we're missing something because. Yeah, it, you, at well, the end of the phase, you're making bombing runs on a Star Destroyer or a Mon Cal cruiser, and we just get destroyed. I feel like I feel like there's some component of that we haven't figured out. Yeah, yet. but even, I, so, like, even watching some videos, of people playing it, like they make a bombing run and don't die, and I'm like, well, how did they do that? I'm not yeah, sure. But it, it, it's just like the rubber band nature of it, where it's like you're on the attack, and then like, all right, now you're on the defensive again, and, and I well, don't you know. need that because if if there wasn't rubber band, it, it, it it's like it would be like a like a MOBA where it's like, oh, I, we're losing, we can't come back. I mean, I understand. Well, I understand, but in MOBAs, that happens organically. It's not literally the game's like, okay, now this is happening. Now you're on the defense, you know? Well, so I, it's kind of weird. And I think part of why we aren't doing well is I think all five ships are just like, go bomb the destroyer, where like some people still need to be dogfighting. I think that's what we have been I think, doing. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right, yeah, because you need to keep the morale up. Then, yeah, I, I don't know. Would, yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a very easy thing to kind of like it's it's like inadvertent role playing. Where like just sure. by playing the game, you are playing yeah, the role of Starfighter. Pilot. Yeah, because you know, because you can sincerely say I've got one on my tail, and you know, as stupid as it sounds, it's true, and it's yeah. like useful information. Like help me, and you know, you realize like oh, sometimes there are times where you need to just focus on evading until a teammate can come and help you, like because you know somebody's on you. There's no sense like trying to track down another target. You just got to fly around like crazy for a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it is simple to a degree, I guess. But I, I don't mind it at all, and I, th I think it's a lot of fun to play. And uh, yeah, I'm trying. It. I'm trying. It's it's been about a year since I last tried firing up X Wing or Tie Fighter since they've been kind of on GOG I've, and stuff. And I've never really played. Well, we were we were fairly we young were when they young. came out to really. Tr I, I had them, but I never quite understood them because they're pretty deep. And like this game doesn't get as deep as those, but I think it gets deep enough. Well, there's I know there are mo there's ways to like change the options so that you can make it deeper. Where, like by default, when you transfer powers like your energy to like the shields or something, it's basically all or nothing. Yeah, I you, know you, you can, can change set it to be like it. incremental, but like right. I'm trying to think of a situation where like 
I just need to add one more pip to energy yeah, right, to shields. Man. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, like the game design doesn't match that nuance. Like, it's there, but to what benefit? Because sure, the game sure, sure. isn't built around that idea. Because I mean, it has to work on an Xbox controller, and, and it does. Like, like they've done a good job mapping those controls. In some ways, honestly, the controller might be even be easier than the flight stick, just because. It's a little more compact. Everything's a little more accessible. Like on the flight stick, I'm kind of like I have buttons all over the place. I'm like, what does this do? Decent. And part of it too is like every flight stick's different. You have to make your own keybinds basically. And I'm still yeah, not happy my with how I set mine up. My flight stick works pretty well. I have a, uh, it's like the Ace Combat Seven branded. Uh, yeah, you it, have one that like like would actually work master. on an Xbox, right? It was for a PlayStation. PlayStation uh, Four okay. is what it was made for, but it's a uh, very nice. Do you think EA is going to make, like, the a non-obvious Star Wars game? Because we had, like, you know, the Jedi game. We had the Battlefront game. And now we have this, which, again, is, you know, spaceships. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like you could do a Dark Forces these days. I mean, we, you know. Yeah, we haven't really had just, like, a full-on first-person shooter from them. Well, I mean, yeah. co- I mean Battlefront. I Battlefront, mean, Battlefront had a yeah, campaign. Yeah, Battlefront, yeah, I guess yeah, so. So, back. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we, had, we had whatever ragtag was going to be. That wasn't going to be well, a Jedi. Well, we didn't thing. have that. So, I mean, right? well, yeah, that's what I mean. And then it yeah. got canceled. But. That's what I mean. Like, are they going to do something like that or something like, you know, a bounty hunter game or something that's a little bit less, like even like Pod Racer, right? Something mm-hmm. that's a little less obvious and fun. I mean, I, well, I, pop- I hope I hope what this teaches them is you can make a, a more focused singular game that doesn't have to, like, be all things to all people and, and, and play around in this universe well. a little more. Do the... Do the game where it's you know, you're you're a swoop jockey or something i don't know what's a swoop jockey the swoop bikes from shadows of the empire that the gangs ride oh god Here. shadows of the empire that's a deep i like you just threw out that out there like obviously well, swoops made its way into kotor and other aspects of the lore i see i see all right uh i've been i reviewed crash bandicoot 4 which i don't think you don't even seem to have any interest in it to be honest well, i'll be honest i mean the, the crash games i played them back in the day but i was never like super into them and i you know i play i played the demo for four and i I played around with the trilogy and it's like this is cool but i just with everything i'm playing right now i don't see myself sitting down and playing crash four for i guess i inherently like 3d platformers yeah it's uh, a little bit more your thing yeah it is and i I was the same way with crash bandicoot until really like maybe it was like a couple years before the insane trilogy came out where i played through the old ones on an actual playstation just for fun I was like, oh, yeah, these are actually super fun, and they're really interesting. But, man, I liked Crash Bandicoot 4 a lot. It's, like, my favorite game in that series now. It was just mm. super crisp. Looks so good. It runs really nice. Like, Insane Trilogy on PlayStation 4 Pro was, like, a 30 frames per second thing. This was 60 frames per second, and, man, did that make a nice difference. Those mask abilities where it's, like, you're slowing down time or you're inverting, like, uh, gravity. Oh, that just adds this nice little twist here. The animation is so good. So th- this is Toy for Bobs. And, like, one of my, like, favorite things from any game ever in the last, like, several years was the animation effort and design effort that Toys of Bob put into those dragons that you free from Spyro 1 in that remake. Like, like they went from, in the original Spyro 1, there was just, like, 
you know, uh, palette swaps of these dragons that you free too. Every dragon has a unique style and like theme and personality, and they are all immaculately animated. Right? <laughs> like that was like that 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 like I still think about that. How that blows it's me like, away. Why? Like they didn't have to do that. <laughs> like it was like didn't. it was so good. <laughs> it was so amazing. And uh, but like a lot of that is in Crash Four with like you know just like NPCs and how the characters animate. These how you know the cutscenes are cute and fun. But man, I mean, just in terms of being just like a really solid 3D platformer, just man, does it scratch that itch completely? It was it was super fun. I mean, we've, I see a uh, lot. So... Oh, good. Oh, no, you go ahead. As I say, we've still been playing Avengers. We uh, we we oh, are both yeah. very close to maxing out our mains. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They, I mean, they gotta start adding something here soon because they um they I feel like I don't play this game a ton, but I am basically already. I'm like maxed out with Captain America, basically, yeah. and it's a lot of repeated content, right? Like, yeah, they, I need something. I, I guess they they got a little cornered today, but I forget which publication it was. But you know, they, they said there's a few, there's some new end game activities that are coming soon. That the both the the two Hawkeye characters are 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 on deck soon here. They, I guess next week they plan to release like a, a more official roadmap because uh, there's yeah. all these like doom and gloom stories about how on pc there's fewer than a thousand people playing right i mean and i bet that's true but i also i don't know this doesn't strike me as a game that a lot of people are playing on pc and maybe that's right spinning i, mean, it I have to imagine especially but... after the spider-man thing the the lion's share of players are on ps4 like right. i just have to assume that i would assume so also but i mean also, still, I, it's I, not great i, I, I did want to point out after listening to uh games beat decide uh, i believe I, i'm fairly certain they did confirm that your save will carry over to the ps5 version you know, did they worry. Yeah. All right, if you say so. Because it's like it, it, it'd be like Destiny not carrying over it. it it's I mean, yeah, I agree, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I know because PlayStation <laughs> right? like so like well like um you know they announced the Mortal Kombat 11 expansion Ultimate. and, and yeah. uh on along with uh upgraded for the PS5 and Xbox Series X and it's funny because like I feel like when Microsoft announced like their their smart delivery thing, a lot of people were like that. What does that even mean? That's a dumb word. I don't understand. And now it's like. Uh, now yeah, Microsoft helps. just say smart delivery. I'm like, okay, cool. I know right. that it's cross save, cross progression, cross gen, the whole thing. No, and like every totally time it's works. a Sony game, it has to be like this like paragraph of like what's gonna happen when the when that version comes out. I'm pretty and, happy. I'm pretty excited about that Mortal Kombat Ultimate actually. Yeah, yeah. So so three new DLC characters are announced. It's it's um Rain and Melina, who are you know old MK characters come back, and Rambo, which is like okay. That's so super that you're, cool. You're telling me I've got a fighting game now that has the Terminator, Rambo, and Robocop. Yeah, sure. like all I'll the play 80s that. action guys, right? They That's even got Stallone. Like yeah. He's doing the voiceover and everything. Uh, yeah, like, I, I played a ton of Mortal Kombat 9 and 10, but I didn't play a lot of 11, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of I have excited. 11. Like, oh, like, I can I'm, play more of this now. Like, I, I played a bunch of the story. I didn't finish it. And, it, like, I the thing is now, like, either. there's, there's what, three DLC packs and there's... a story expansion. Well, yeah. So there's, I'm there's... saying, like, like, I'm just like, it'd be cheaper to just buy the ultimate edition <laughs> instead of Probably. trying to like buy it all piecemeal. But the, sure. the upgrade, the upgrade is for like any version. They're not doing like what, what um Control did. Like, you have to have the ultimate edition, right? Which yeah, is they're cool. being pretty smart about that. So, so yeah, that's that's super nice. But yeah, totally. Uh, playing a fighting game with Rambo, that sounds uh, yeah, pretty. That's fun. great. I saw this like real buzzkill article today. And this is like when you just want to be like, you know, can we just have some fun? It's like, you know, Rambo's really about how this violence destroyed this man and, and, and it's his PTSD yeah. and his depression and, and the fact that he's just like shooting guns at a bunch of cyber ninjas. I mean, that's like, what Rambo, like, that. 
And it's like, yeah, I know, but also, like, can we just have fucking yeah. Rambo in a Mortal Kombat game and not think too hard about it and just have Let's, some fun? I don't know. Like, I, you know, I, everyone wants to be like, Rambo 1 was actually a drama. I'm like, yeah, I know. La- like, the last, uh, for, uh, first Blood was that. I, I get it. But also, yeah, like. Guess what? The rest weren't. Guess what? Yeah, they weren't. You know? Not at all. So, Rambo's just, you know, he's Rambo. He's a he's a punchline, basically. Mm-hmm. So, it's fine. Let's make him a funny. I saw, I saw a tweet today that someone said, uh, made me laugh. That Mortal Kombat 11 is turning into Smash Brothers, but your father picks all of the characters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robocop and Rambo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Joker. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah I, man, I wonder, who, like, who's missing at this point? Because, like, they had Predator in there from before. They had, like, Jason Voorhees yeah, in there. Yeah, Freddy Krueger was Freddy in Kruger. one. I, see, I like, I, I, you know, it's just me, but I, I'm a big fan of going more of, like, the violent action movie route than going the horror movie route. Like, I'm not a big horror movie guy, so, like, you know, putting Leatherface or Michael Myers in there doesn't do much for me, but... uh Terminator and Rambo? Oh, yeah. Although yeah, RoboCop, I'll tell you what. I have not seen a RoboCop movie, which seems strange to me. Cause oh, really? I saw the first one a long time ago. Should, it should totally be my thing. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, it's a... It's a... Well, do you think there's any chance that uh, John Matrix from uh, Commando would ever be in there? Because, man, that you, I, I'd spend $200 on that game. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, like, probably not. But now uh, there yeah, is. We a already movie. got Arnold in the game, so there's there should that. just be a, a fighting game with the production values of Mortal Kombat 11. But it's just all Arnold characters, even if they, you know, are <laughs> indistinguishable. Like the years. Running Man Arnold, <laughs> Commando Last Action Hero Arnold. Arnold, Last Action Hero Arnold, Jingle All the Way Arnold, Jingle All the Way, Ar- yeah, all this stuff. Uh, obviously, Batman Forever yeah, Arnold. Yeah, be enough. It'll be great. I really want this game, but uh, man, yeah, I mean, just who doesn't knows exist. That? It's too bad. I mean, Mortal Kombat can do it. Uh, all right. Uh, what, what what else, AJ? Gosh, um, and that was quite a bit. There's another. There's some other news thing that happened this week that I, I meant to talk about with you. You and Jeff were talking about. Was about liquid metal? Are you are you excited about the liquid no, metal? No, liquid metal's right? fine. Whatever. Liquid metal's fine. Look, enough about the Terminator, Mike. Put that. Oh, oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you brought it back. I did see. That's why I get paid the big. Is it about how the Xbox Series X is super hot and it's gonna burn your face off or something? I mean, it's not. It's It's gonna destroy you. Wow, AJ, nice system that you like. It's dead already. It's too hot. (laughs) Yeah, what do you know? It's too hot. Oh well. Meanwhile, they had that like PS5 teardown where it's like to change the system from vertical horizontal. Just like get some tools. Oh (laughs) come on. It's not, yeah, I mean, it's safe. Oh. Here's the other I, thing, like, 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 have you seen them side by side and compared to, like, a series or an Xbox One X? Uh, like, a PS5 wouldn't fit in my TV stand anywhere. Look, like, look, I don't gonna care. It's going to have to, like, stand off to the side somewhere. I, I don't care. I, that's the one thing I will, I will be. Well, no, I mean, literally, about. it's, it's, listen, a, it's listen, a space uh, issue. I don't I'm care speaking. about the look of it. I'm just saying, I'm it, literally, I don't have a spot for it. I'm speaking. Okay. I just wanted to, I was quoting Kamala. Or Kamala, excuse me, Kamala Harris. Yes. So, yeah. Right, can I speak now? Yes. There's only one thing that I'm going to be belligerent about with this generation, and it is that the PlayStation 5 is... Be- I'm not I'm not knocking the look. But, I'm saying it's a, I'm it's speaking. a matter... <laughs> I am speaking! <laughs> I don't care how big it is. I don't care how hard it is to make it vertical or horizontal. I don't care if it fits in your goddamn TV stand. They, it's perfect. They don't need to change a thing. 
You may now have the floor. I am done speaking. <laughs> it doesn't fit in my TV stand, though. Too I don't know bad. Where I'm gonna put it. Tough apples. <laughs> put it on his side next to it. You'll be fine. No, I'm saying like I don't even have space for that. Like, oh I'm, come I'm, on. I plan on rejiggering everything, and hopefully, it won't matter if my plan works. Basically, it depends how thick the wall is behind my TV in the basement. You'll figure something out. Yes. All right. Let's but, got anything uh, else? But yeah. So. uh yeah. All right then. Well then, thanks for listening. Good times. It's 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 uh. We're, we're getting, getting close. There. Oh, we we're... didn't talk about the World of Warcraft delay. That's what I meant to talk about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't that shocked. Uh, I mean, they're they they are already introducing so many changes since then. Well, once we once we got that final aftermath trailer, and you're you're, you're thinking like, okay, and pre patch, yeah. and pre patch, pre patch now. Not so much. No, then they're like finally just like, okay, yeah, delayed pre patches the thirteenth, which is cool. I'm almost looking more forward to that in a lot of ways. I know, right? Um, I'll tell you what, like, I mean, I was looking forward, and we tried playing some World of Warcraft today just to have fun, and I had, I want to emphasize this, so little fun. <laughs> I was you're... having a fine time. I, I was, was playing like a new not... character, and I was like, all right, this is cool. What do I do? We were like trying to do, an, we we tried to do an old, like you know, one of the quote unquote current dungeons on heroic difficulty, which in theory should be the middle difficulty. I know it's not. And I was playing on this character that like I barely like done much work on, right? I got to the max level, and that it's just about it. And it was still such this insanely boring cakewalk well, going through the motions. It didn't matter. All the tanks are good now because you know a lot of them have gear, and it's just like. Look, all I'm saying is that a week ago in Final Fantasy fourteen, we had to do. Um, the raids from the original, not the, like the original version, but you know, a Realm Reborn version of that game, and I queued for them as a DPS. It got in there in ten minutes, and again, these things were from 2014, and it was still like mildly challenging and interesting. <laughs> and here I am doing a quote-unquote normal dungeon, like like a you know a relevant dungeon from the current expansion on quote-unquote heroic difficulty and it was nothing it was a waste of time i got a belt yeah you got a great belt fantastic I it was good. My yeah, I rotation so that was fun i was oh, trying it's all, it's all to change next week anyway like, so. I, was, I was trying to teach you the mechanics of these fights and it didn't matter because like you would get i got hit by like a spinning razor blade and it did a 50th of like my health i'm like oh great all right just go run in and shoot buttons then fantastic <laughs> i don't know I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm hoping. I don't know. I'm hoping Shadowlands is good. Uh, I hope it 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 does some things right because I. It's weird. I I did play a lot of BFA and we. I know we talked about this a lot, but man, I have it. It left a bad taste in my mouth about. I think I think BFA is one day going to come around in a little bit of the way that Mist did. No, because you cause said remember, this, and I absolutely do not think so. One of the reasons people didn't like Mist at the time is because there was so much time between Siege of Orgrimmar. And Warlords of Draenor. Like, it was, it was like, yeah, almost but, two years. Or yeah, a year but, and a half or something crazy uh, like that. Yeah, and but the and reason... you know, everyone complained. There wasn't anything to do, and the end game was boring, and blah, blah, blah. And w- w- what's going to matter is, four years from now, if you want to level an alt, and you're like, oh, I'll level through BFA. It had six unique zones, and yeah, it's a good leveling experience. You're like, oh, this was a good expansion. Look at how cool the, leveling, the leveling experience is fine, although I, I'm a little tired of the whole, like, each zone is its own self-contained story thing. Yeah, I, I am excited that, that Shadowlands is back to, like, do these in this order, please. Right. 
Um, but I, I don't know. I don't agree with that hy- hypothesis because, I mean, I, th- I think even a lot of people... I mean, what, the initial backlash is just people who just weren't into the aesthetic at all, right? Like, uh, pandas, China, I don't care. Uh, but, you know, I think the people who played were, were liked the mechanics of everything just fine. Whereas with, you know, BFA, uh, the story and a lot of the mechanics of it were just so bad, right? I mean, think about when that game was launching, the expansion was launching, how much they talked about island expeditions and how oh, much they true. talked about... Uh, war, war whatever fronts. they were called, war fronts, <laughs> completely irrelevant after like a, yeah, a and it's it's gonna be like you know does Torghast matter three months right. from now or not? Is like, Torghast matter? Launch? I mean the maw is was the maw was so bad that it's one of the reasons the expansion was delayed, right? Like that's and it's like the end game zone and it's a disaster right now apparently. And even like you know I, I'm looking at it and they have these this conduit system for Shadowlands. It's like oh wow, another like like secondary talent tree thing and it's like man this is so why not and I, I hate to be like this guy like in final fantasy 14 you know i just level up i get spells and it's fine and yeah, all I feel the like, interest I feel like like, and intrigue every, comes from like, like the story the, the success of artifact weapons was like great but maybe one of the worst things that could have in this game because i feel like they have a hard time of letting go of things that's why we still have war tables in this game after right. warlords of draenor like they can't like not do it now for some reason, and they have to have some kind of weird expansion specific talent tree every time now. Ever since artifact weapons, and we learned in BFA, doesn't work. Well, it's even like per time. patch because like it, the last patch of Legion had that whatever that thing was inside the, of the Vindicar, and now yeah. and then and then uh, the the last patch for BFA had uh, the the corruption. It's like man, how many of these things i don't i don't like it's just systems upon systems and it's weird because these things only last per expansion so it's all this weird borrowed power stuff it creates this balancing nightmare because there are so many different versions of a class right that they have to balance for again final fantasy 14 pretty every monk who is a level 80 monk it's basically kind of the same monk right right it's it's fine (laughs) like what like oh well, it's fine, but and that makes it easier to balance that stuff compared to the other well, classes. Final Fantasy doesn't have nearly as big as a PvP component. Like no, like it doesn't. But that's it. But that's that's kind of another reason I like it. I, <laughs> like, what do you know? Because I mean, I, but it's true because so much of it's like, well, what about the PvP side of these things? Like, how, what does this mean in PvP? I'm like, uh, like, who like cares? You know, I, I get it. People like PvP. Like one of my best friends. Like that's what he likes about World of Warcraft is the PvP. He just released this uh, awesome PvP video about his exploits in Classic, and it was you know super fun to watch. And I get it, but it's like, man, that is not what I like. That's it, not it, what it sucks me. when it feels like the game that you're playing is being held back by something that you're not even participating in. I mean, you know, it, I, to, to, I, to the point where like you can't be a Dark Iron Dwarf and I can't be an Orc and play together because they feel it's just too core right. and, to the game. And I don't think anybody would even. Even people today won't say, like, that's the strength of World of Warcraft today is PvP, right? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. No. So, I, I'm, I mean, what's what's World of Warcraft good at right now? Probably, like, raid and dungeon content is, is what they do best at at the moment. And I don't know. I wish they could capitalize uh, on that a bit more. All right. Well, but we'll see. Shadowlands. I, I tell you what, it doesn't have a release date yet. Like They said end of year. Do you think that they'll stick to that? Like, like I'm thinking, like, early December? Early December, you'd think, right? Because nobody wants to release too close to Christmas, uh, right? Because then, well, then you have to have your su- support staff like fully operational during the holiday, which is I don't know, not cool. 
I mean, so, because, I mean, you know, they're still updating that beta. Like, if things go poorly at this point, now there isn't a release date, they could just be like, ugh, let's let's delay it even more. I feel like if you're not out by, like, December 10th, you may as well wait till after the holidays. Right. Which is going to piss people off because people want to play it over the holidays. Yeah, but at least have the pre-patch. Well, you know, the people who scheduled time off for when the expansion launches, like, that, that ship has already sailed. They already got screwed. Right. So... Ah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, anxious about Shadowlands a little bit. We'll see. I, you, you know, it, I already... it, it is just funny because it's, like, this gets delayed and everyone's, like, uh, I took time off, blah, blah, blah. And then Cyberpunk is, like, oh, they have, they have to do mandatory crunches. Like, oh, they should delay the game. Crunch is bad. Well, yeah. You never make everyone happy. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Thanks, thanks for listening to the Exploding Barrel Podcast, everybody. You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. You can find us on all the podcast apps and websites and everything. AJ, want to talk about our last episode of 90s Disney? That was Yeah, we you. did a, a really fun episode about the restaurant California Grill that opened in 1995, the Contemporary. And to kind of not just sit there and talk about you know wallpaper and food... Um, I kind of focused the research on the three people involved with the restaurant's opening, and they are George Miliotis, who is the general manager of the restaurant and is now a, a master sommelier and uh, runs Wine Bar George at Disney Springs, uh, Chef Cliff Plough, who was the head chef, and um, uh, Yoshi, K- uh, how do I pronounce her last name? K- K- Do your best job, Ty. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like partially forgetting it. Hang on, I, I have it. I believe in you. It starts with a C, and I'm stuck on it. Anyway, she was um, very cool because she she wanted to be a sushi chef since she was a kid. It was basically like, no, girls can't be sushi chefs. And she said, F you, and then, you know, did a Kip Cabral. Okay, I was right. Yeah. I thought it was, like, weirder than that. Um, Yoshi Cabral. Yeah, so, uh, and, and, and she basically convinced them to let her, like, on opening day, be like, can I just make sushi, and we'll see how it goes. And I'm like, yeah, fine, whatever. And then it, like, just immediately took off, and she worked there until... Uh, they closed for innovation in 2013. So, <laughs> what do you know? Uh, but yeah, so I kind of I, I kind of like brought their stories in into the the research and talk about how they contributed to the restaurant because really, like, a lot of Disney restaurants are like this now. They have like rotating seasonal menus and, and things like that. But really, that was kind of the first ones to do it. That was a, a fun thing to learn about. So you know, don't listen to that episode hungry. <laughs> That's my advice to you. All right, so that's at 90sdisney.com. Check that out. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on the Exploding Barrel Podcast. Bye-bye.